the weather is finally getting warmer. And if you're like me, you might be looking for ways to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Enter Quince. I have been a lover of Quince for years. I have trusted them to have me looking effortlessly chic year after year. This spring and summer, I am obsessed with their European linen line. I am going to be living in their tank tops and linen pants all spring and summer. Whether it's blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, whatever you're looking for, Quince has got it. And the best part, all Quince items are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash BGB for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash BGB to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash BGB. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here today, and we are going to talk this episode all about self-judgment. It's something I've struggled with all my life. I have very high standards of myself. I'm a perfectionist in recovery, I often tell people. And as a result, I am by far my harshest critic. I've spent a lot of years trying to figure out what I could do better, making these unrealistic expectations of myself, never really valuing what I bring to the table because it always could be a little bit better. And if any of this sounds familiar, any of this is something you are struggling with, well, I am here, one, to say welcome to the club and also to give you five tips on how to overcome self-judgment. First, let's talk about how did we arrive at a place where we might be our own harshest critic? I would say systemically, as Black women, we have often been told that we have to go above and beyond what everyone expects of us. We have unrealistic expectations for ourselves, our emotions. We can't complain. We have to be strong. We need to have this, this myth around our superhuman strength and ability. And we often encourage and reward each other for it, right? We talk about how this person's so strong that they've gotten through this, or this person has been able to overcome the most incredible odds to, to do some great achievement, And when we surround ourselves with unrealistic expectations, it's no wonder that we might develop an attitude or a belief system that we internalize that makes us think over and over again, you could have done better. This could have been good. Why are you like this? This very negative, harsh, critical inner voice. If you are struggling with self-judgment, then let's get into some ways to overcome that. And at the end, as usual, I'm going to give you a little tip of a practice that you can implement using one of the five suggestions that I am going to be talking about today. 
So the first way to stop self-judgment is to get curious. Really think about the way you feel and why you feel the way you do. View the situation as an outsider. Oftentimes when we're in the middle of self-judgment, it's it's the exact opposite of that. There's no curiosity. We are sure about why we're where we are. We're terrible. We're not good. We were lazy. We could have done better. All these things. If we constantly have a refrain of self-judgment in our brains, it's no wonder that we're more likely to burn out. We are cutting ourselves down without needing the world to do it at all. And that plus the outside world being judgmental and harsh on us, it's a recipe for burnout. So when I talk about getting curious, I mean, think about the situation and ask yourself, why are you feeling that way? Here's an example. Maybe we had a list of things we had to get done for a big proposal for work and we don't get it done. And we say, you know, this always happens. Why are you so lazy? Why didn't you do more, work harder? Why didn't you start this project two weeks ago? Be better. If we approach that situation with curiosity, we turn those statements into questions. You know, what what was going on this week for me? Maybe you were on your cycle, because we surely don't talk enough about, but we're going to talk about it here, about the impact of hormones and cycles and being exhausted because you got cramps. Maybe you had cramps and you were on the couch for a couple of days. Maybe you were pulled and tasked in a million different directions. Maybe something happened in your family life or your personal life that needed your attention. When you get curious about why you're feeling the way you feel or curious about the situation and you use a, a, a moment and this feeling as a starting point for an investigation as to what was going on, you realize that taking a broad view, most often the negative attributions your brain to the situation just don't apply. If you are struggling, maybe you had something that triggered you. You had a moment that made you recall something painful in your past and you just couldn't handle it. Or you're struggling with increased anxiety. Being curious about feeling the way that you feel allows you to back off of self-judgment and bring some more of some self-compassion in your life. And we all know we could need a lot more of that. The second way to stop self-judgment is to practice mindfulness. As I've told you before, really the keys to overcoming burnout are in three big buckets, and we always talk about them. It's self-care, it's mindset shifting, and it's mindfulness. It's really clear, though, as I also say, that mindfulness is more than just yoga and meditation. It's a tool that you need in your tool belt emotionally to have a healthy relationship with the way that you're feeling. Mindfulness is literally the commitment to just being aware of the present moment and being aware of what sensations and what things you are observing without judgment at all. It's really important because when we are engaging in mindfulness, we are not labeling things. We are not saying, why were you so dumb here? We are not judging. Why do you always do this? That is gone from self-judgment or even saying that could be better. We are simply bringing ourselves into a moment where we're just, this happened. 
We're not attaching judgment or anything like that. So when you begin to feel an emotion, but you have a mindfulness practice, what it helps you do is try to pinpoint what the emotion is immediately. And it's not about changing the emotion. It might be sadness. It might be anxiety. It's not about changing sadness or changing anxiety, but it's about learning to identify it so we don't sit with it and let it grow and take over. Or we don't turn that emotion into a negative action where we become harsh with ourselves and we beat ourselves up or bring ourselves down so we're actually less impactful and less able to do the things that we're we're good at and what bring meaning to our lives. The other way to let go of self-judgment and to stop engaging in self-judgment is to take the word should out of your vocabulary. Oftentimes when we are dealing with whether it be disappointment in ourselves, we often think, oh, we should have done something different. I should have been able to do this. I should have been better. I should be in a different place than I am right now in my life. I should have a partner. I should have made this promotion. Should is the enemy of really good. It is a word that keeps you from it being mindful and just being present in the moment. And it keeps you from really inventorying the great things that you are doing. It's really important that we take us a moment and think about what is the emotion underneath the word should. Are we saying we should have found a partner by now because we're feeling lonely and we're going through a rough patch? Are we then able to combine that with getting curious about why you're feeling the way you're feeling? Why are you feeling down? Or why are you feeling lonely? And what can you do about that? Instead of saying, I should have done this, you acknowledge the feeling and you instead engage in meaningful self-care and take should out, which makes specific expectations and instead allow yourself just to feel how you should feel. Don't tell yourself how you should feel. Don't tell yourself what you should do. Just allow yourself to feel for the moment. Be curious about what happened and then build a self-care practice to help you. Black representation in media really is everything. It is the jumping point in which people can see who they could be. If it wasn't for prominent voices like an Oprah Winfrey on my television screen, I would have never thought to pursue podcasting. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, you need to look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. It explores distinct, varied, and most importantly, nuanced Black perspectives. And you're going to hear stories about joy and resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. Black perspectives haven't always been centered when we're talking about the story of America, but now we are the story. Turn on NPR today and hear the wide range of voices that are as varied and Black as the country we reflect. A story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So the third tip is to drop should from your vocabulary. The fourth and the one I think is really important is be the friend you wish you had. It's really important that you show up for yourself the way I know you show up for your friends. We're often much kinder, much more responsive, much more gentler with the people we love than with ourselves. And if you think about it in that context, the next time you're engaging in self-judgment, imagine your best, dearest, kindest friend listening to you and imagine what they would say. Would they be okay with the way you talk about yourself? Would they see the situation the way you see it? Or would they be able to point out to you all the positives that may have happened in that situation? Would they be able to give you compliments and build you up and say, yes, maybe this was a mistake, but here's what you did right. And here's what you got accomplished. When you think about things through the lens of somebody that you love and through the lens of how they feel about you, it makes you less judgmental. You can't help but be less judgmental. And I've said this before and I say this often, we have inner, most of us have an inner dialogue and it's either an inner critic or it's an inner cheerleader. When you have a voice that is an inner cheerleader, that's really like having your friend with you. In contrast, when you have an inner critic, it can really bring you down. So when you think about your friend and what your friend would say, it helps you lower and quiet the voice that is critical and that engages in self-judgment. Last but not least, and possibly one of the most powerful things you can do is take an inventory of the people in your life who are toxic. One of the things that happens is, you know, that phrase, birds of a feather flock together. What happens when we are surrounded by toxic people as we engage in toxic behaviors to each other, but to ourselves? Toxic people often are filled with negative self-judgments, and they also create narratives within yourself that are judgmental. Toxic people are a literal weight on our spirits. And when we are already struggling with a a emotionally abusive inner critic, we're just negative with ourselves. Toxic people have a way of amplifying that voice versus quieting it down. So take stock of whether or not the people that you surround yourself make your life easier, more joyful, or whether it makes you feel less good about yourself or Do they make it more difficult for you to enjoy being you? Do the people in your life allow you to express your feelings and be honest about what's going on? Or do they reinforce all the negative self-judgments you have about yourself? And it may show up in many different ways. Maybe it's that when you are being judgmental towards yourself, people just sit there silently and let you say all the negative mean things about yourself. Or there are people in your life that constantly minimize anything good going on. 
A good litmus test to determine who in your life is toxic or not can be asking yourself the question, do I purposely minimize or hide my accomplishments because I'm scared of the reaction of people that I surround myself with? If that's true and you're answering yes to that, I guarantee you surrounding yourself with those types of people only reinforce your judgmental side and only reinforce negative self-judgment. If you can't say the good things about yourself, then what are the things you're going to share with that person? Only the negative. So where possible, get rid of the toxic people in your life. So we talked about five ways to stop self-judgment. We talked about getting curious and taking things from an outside perspective when you're having feelings and emotions. We talked about the importance of mindfulness and cultivating a mindfulness practice. It isn't just meditation, but rather it's the ability to just observe and sit with emotions and feelings without judging them. We talked about cleaning up our vocabulary and eliminating should from it. That the that word can do so much damage as we make unrealistic expectations of ourselves. We talked about being the friend you wish you ha- had. Oftentimes when we're struggling with self-judgment, taking a step back, taking a broad view and thinking about how our nearest and dearest and most healthiest friend would react to some of the things that we're thinking about and processing it through that lens, be your own inner cheerleader. It will stop you from being so hard on yourself. And last but not least, take an inventory of the toxic people in your life. So important. Think about the people you surround yourself with daily. Do you have uplifting and positive conversations? Do you cheer each other on? Or are you constantly talking about negative things, about all the things that aren't getting done and about the ways that people are disappointed in themselves? Are there people in your life you can't wait to share a win with? Or are there people you purposely hold back from sharing the good things in your life and instead only share the struggles? If you're realizing that or feeling that way, it's time to dump the toxic people in your life. So what can be a daily practice that you do based upon what we just talked about today? You can pick any one of these five ways to opt out of and and stop self-judgment and practice them in your life. My suggestion is start with taking an inventory of the people in your life. Just sit and think about the conversations you're having on the daily. Simply notice if they're positive or negative. Simply notice if you are inspiring and uplifting or you feel weighed down after a conversation. Taking an inventory of the people in your life and whether they're positive or negative will go a long way into you stopping self-negative self-judgment. So hopefully this practice will help and will put you on the road to healing from burnout by reducing self-judgment. That's it for this episode. I'll see you next time. And until then, take care of yourself and take care of each other.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.